0: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to another edition and another episode of the Corner Store Podcast. Uh, I'm your co-host, Kevin Koval, riding solo again without my homie and dear friend, the co-host, Tarma Davin, who is on assignment, uh, currently on deadline uh, for Complex, getting those articles out to the world Um I'm sad that she's not with us, especially for this uh, really historic conversation we have today. We have a, an icon in the building, someone who really represents uh, Chicago hip-hop culture, someone who is, is arguably the mayor of Chicago hip-hop, <laughs> uh, certainly a, 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 main, a mainstay in the culture uh, ever since I've participated in the culture, someone who you could see on the regular, the hardest working man in the game we have the man himself sharkula aka thig aka thigabajig in the building man thank you so much for being here fam uh,
1: you're welcome fam for real this is a, this is very exciting
0: i uh, yo and, i'm i'm thrilled and honored and and so hey, glad that we're able to you know have this conversation
1: i'm totally grateful and thankful um to get up here you know uh i thought it was at the other building but they shifted yeah man yeah. They, they sold that building <laughs> yeah. yeah so I, I got off the uh walk from granddad with my backpack
0: oh damn yeah
1: and it was going like i was like oh wow i'm on an expedition and like whoa i'm really on an expedition going up those steps when i talked to you know uh max yeah max, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know max <laughs> 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 so i was like okay i got up here i'm like okay wow and here I am. I'm honored as well to be here to get interviewed. And well,
0: no, man, it's, it's our pleasure uh, to begin with. You know, we have some snacks for you from Lord. the corner store just mm. out the gate. Uh, you know, one of our one of our sponsors is is Stolen Spirits and you're currently enjoying the whiskey. I hope you mm. like
1: that. I love it. Great. Stolen whiskey. Yeah. Big ups to you. Uh, I love you. I'm glad that they rock with
0: us heavy uh max also procured some some other uh delights from you from the Ooh. corner store. We have a uh honest organic peach tea for oh, you peach. it's just a tad sweet says, i like so. peach. <laughs> um, also uh I feel like this this i feel like this is a good one for you we got pirate aged white cheddar booty for you I think I, like. I like that okay <laughs>
1: did you say booty
0: yes right yeah oh I, my I figured God. you heard that word, and
1: who doesn't love
0: booty? listen uh and also <laughs> some yogurt yogurt flavored cupboard pretzels oh, too thanks. so yeah ooh, please I, enjoy ooh, you could eat enjoy. now you could you save. know do do whatever save them for later at the bar at the bar yeah <laughs> so uh Yo man, it, you know we I know we, we got a lot of ground to cover um, yeah. because you you really have been doing this work for for Ever, since the yeah, inception man. really uh, of hip hop in, in, in this city, but so wh- where do you come from? Just I feel like there's a lot of
1: mythologies that swirl oh, around man. about you. I'll keep it a hundred. All right. I was born in Michael Reese Hospital, so was I. Really? Yes, sir. Right on King Drive? Yes, sir. I was born at 8.05 p.m., August 27, 1973. Whew. And uh, man, at 8.05 or 8 o'clock, I'm on fire. So I work, I used to work two jobs, but now it's like, I do computer, when I'm on computer work and doing help with uh, for a family member, you know, doing some handyman work. Not like in living color, but, <laughs> you know, um yeah, you know, I um back on that, I work until 4 a.m. and my body just is on fire at 8 to 4 a.m. Wow. So it's weird. I never thought I'd be working 14-hour days. And I'm thinking, like, sometimes I'm like, by the time I get a compliment, I'm like, am I really, is this really me? And then I'll say, God, I'm grateful and thankful. And then when, like, MC's around the like, really large artists call me, like, famous artists call me, like, they can call me anytime you want. Anyone can call me anytime you want. I'm like, I'm just very grateful because, like, oh, it has not been easy just being, like, for anyone in this world, no matter who you are, to just survive and be—and know it's going to be rough, but you're going to get by until you get to that. And then when you get there, it's still— it's like, oh, my God, I got so much more work to do. Right. Well, you you uh, epitomize that Chicago hustle
0: in a lot of ways, yeah. right? I mean, and, and and for real. I mean, I, I think over these years, you have proven to be one of the hardest working men wow. in, in the city.
1: That makes me feel like really – I'm really honored because, you know, it makes me feel good like I'm working. And I turned – what I did was I turned pain – into joy but i I try and like share it but one thing i'm also working on when i'm on the cta train is when people sometimes i forget a lot of people i remember like whoa, that person's staring at me they bought one and then people like whoa that dude probably gets stared at a lot but he's also trying so hard to be humble and i can like really like break the the jeans off of hulk hogan (laughs) i mean Incredible hawk hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, be ripped the shirt yeah, yeah, off on maybe. Yeah, Lou Ferrigno. <laughs>
0: also, RIP King Kong Bundy. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Number one wrestler, WWF starting N W A, nwa Ball head slick. Don't get hit butted by him. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> <No. laughs> Um.
0: So yeah, I mean, so. I, i have a thousand questions how often do you get recognized right now just walking the streets of chicago Um, riding the train
1: everywhere sometimes i think people are like cracking up at me but they're probably cracking up at some of my lyrics and and some things that i say but some people i get people like from thugs uh aldermen uh severely people that stay under the streets to someone in it at i'm like wow and my friend said he was like god you you're a celebrity i thought a celebrity was a millionaire and i'm thinking like like i'm not about to cry in the interview but i'm i'm thinking like i always wonder why michael i'm not nowhere near michael jackson uh i always wonder why michael jackson cried when he got an emmy or grammy when i was a kid and i think everyone i was like whoa when i started to get older i started to realize that at the end of the day you're not a man or you're not a woman or a human being unless you you cry. Mm. It's like when you cry, you'll wonder, why am I crying? Because it's passion. And you put so much blood, sweat, and tear fighting tooth and nail to get recognized because someone throughout your life, our lives, said, man, you ain't going to ever be shit. Fuck. Oh, F you, you know, you, you're nothing. Oh, you suck. You should just give it up, man. And that voice goes through everyone's head. That person that really hurts you and it really hurt. And you just, now it just, it's good because for, for that person that said that there's so many people like yourself, Kevin, and you max and just everyone in the city, even some of the worst of worst people. And you say, like, why is this guy? I heard this guy was horrible. Why does this guy give me a compliment? I'm sure you had to happen, or someone comes out of nowhere and says, "Hey, I'm sorry, I didn't know you. You're really out there going through that to build a platform for not only yourself but other people." And uh, I don't know. Some things you can't really explain. You just do it. Yeah, you know about it. Yeah. And, so, so you were born. You were born at Michael Reese. Yeah. And then where did you Where did you grow up? I grew up Pill Hill. Hill until age five and then I moved out to Homewood Uh, where's that Uh, 187th and Center Street right okay and a lot of people don't believe me because I was always at my grandma's house in 96 Indiana Indiana. Mm -hmm. but I was always in the city on that block but I was all because my my grandma babysitting me at the uh, after work like after school and and that was a struggle for me it was kind of like you're there then you go there i didn't really fit in with the kids because i was basically a you know city 20 minutes from there and, and like i wasn't a when you think of homewood you think of Flossmore. so you think of hf you think of some little bit of wealth yeah that wasn't you know my dad worked uh middle class yeah what did your uh, folks do coming up my mom's is a secretary at bozel jacobs advertising and uh and also my dad was a public administrator uh, for a non for profit. Uh, you know, he worked for, I prefer not to say it, but if people like go through the computer tooth and nail, they might figure it out. But he was, he was, um, but I remember also in 88, he lost his, you know, this is personal and why not? He lost his job in 88. So I, I learned about, wow, I'm in the suburbs, so all the people, my family members that live in the city and then, you know, north, south, they're like, whoa, you know, they didn't really know what was going on, but it was like, well, I'm, they think that I have it really good, but there's no gas, no lights. Uh, You know what I mean? A struggle. Seeing, the, seeing a car getting repossessed in the front of your house, and you're like, Well, your mom's telling you, oh, we're going to have a better life here in the suburbs, so I couldn't relate with the kids there. So, you know, I love the kids around my grandma's house, and they love me, and uh, we would just go around the city just looking for some dance circles. I learned about tagging, learned about dancing, learned about, I mean, I got... How, I about how old? How old about, did
0: you start to learn about the culture?
1: Uh, My, my aunt was really heavy into... To hip hop because she went to Clark for a year and then she um dropped out because she went she was like she was like a salt and pepper haircut type of nice heaven a on. good like Isosceles triangle yeah, the yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she dated like cool guys that wore like Louis Vuitton and you know and Fendi she was yeah, yeah fly she was she, fly yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was fly <laughs> yeah. yeah and I was like this little goofy kid that lived a double life. Where, I um, I looked up to my older brother. His name is Rob. He would. He was. He graduated '88. So when I came in '88, in I was like, "Oh, that's Rob's little brother." So I hung out with the old cats because they're like, oh, "This is I'm, high school." Yeah. Yeah. What high school? of yeah. yeah Yeah. Yeah. So freshman year it was hard for me to. To be honest, to show up, all the time. So I would go to literally I would go to the nurse because I was like it was not so it was hard to get adjusted but some of the circumstances was like why am i boiling water to go to school and then my aunt and my mother they they dressed me up pretty nice you know they were you know what i mean they really like i look fresh yeah like because my mother was nice to my aunt which was the youngest and my mother was the oldest this is a bugged out interview. I don't mind getting it out, but. No, it's uh, good, man. Yeah. Thanks. It's kind of interesting. Like, um, I didn't want to like, I'm going to be, I'm going to keep it a hundred because I did with the other interviews. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, let me drink. Let me, let me. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, right, well,
0: so I, I have a question because I mean, what, what kind of kid were you in high school then?
1: I was a, actually, I was a good kid. I didn't. I wasn't doing drugs. I was drinking the sophomore year. I remember <laughs> <laughs> we go to Chicago Heights like parties. Yeah, one of my guys, uh, Billy. We go there and because he lived in Serena Hills and we would party like we didn't know what to drink. We go to the liquor store in sh- East Chicago Heights. Be like, oh, that looks cool. It's cheap, right? Mad dog. Mad dog. Yeah. Yeah, and we were innocent, like. Literally, you know, great high top fade. We didn't you know, working we all had dreams of working or fast food ja RB's Burger King. Simple shit. I got to see the skyline from Hosted and a hundred uh in the hundreds I could see it like I was like, Oh, I wanna know I wanna be out there. I wanna know what's going on even besides ninety six Indiana. Mm. I was like any other kid that was scraping like 20 minutes from the city that's when you really become really hungry and it made me want to be a, at one point that's not to switch subjects a journalist mm. but the first time I tried to interview someone I got caught with their ego when really it wasn't their ego I just didn't know what the hell I was doing I went to make a little zine back in like the 90s when I got out of you know high school you know, it's a weird time we grew up in. Yeah. Like but there were good good times, bad times in high school, but the women see one thing that no one knows about me in eighty four to eighty nine, I s actually or eighty five to eighty nine I actually skateboarded. But my older brother and his friends would make fun of me. He's like, Oh, there's no black people skating. You know, and yeah. I was like, and at the time, the perception was that, yeah. Right? So I was like, you know what, my aunt can't know about this or a boyfriend because <laughs> I want to be cool, cool, like yeah. them, looking like Big Daddy Kane, and right. So it's like, I was good, but then it's like, by the time a chick wanted to get with me, that was in the South suburbs, I was already deep into Whitney Young and Kimwood hon- honeys. <laughs> I'll never disrespect with any other word words. You know, just honeys back then. Right. Now they're adults. They went to school. Now they got careers. Kids, I'm sure. Yeah. Some yeah. Of them. yeah. <laughs> they remember me. I used to go around there. Uh, well, you're a very memorable person, so yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. you heard stories. story. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how did you so, get involved? So. How did you start to get involved with the with the, the creative arts and hip hop? Um. Well, my first hip hop party I remember that I loved was at the Blue Gargoyle. And I'm sure you heard. You yeah, heard of course. In yeah, there, um, fifty-seven. 57 yeah, University. Yeah, was. And I had a baseball game in a church. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and the next day it was weird because the next day I had a baseball game, or it was either the next day that afternoon. I I loved it. I was like I knew already that I don't want to play baseball. It was kind of like. You know how something you see, you like, but you do because you want to stay out of trouble. Like you play a sport, and you know that someone, like your mom's, is happy because you're. This is a, this may be your ticket to getting money for college, maybe a scholarship. Well, I knew I was going to get a wasn't going to get a scholarship for baseball because, for one, I hated to practice. Number two. I didn't like my teammates. I didn't like them because they made fun of all of other people. They thought they were cool. They, they were jocks. I'm like, you're looking down on someone that's going to be someone in the future that you probably cheat off of their test. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't like that jock shit. It's like jock itch, jock strap. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's what you're looking for. Yes, yeah. Uh, also yeah. bars, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just didn't want it. Like, I like hip-hop, but I also liked, I like Queen Latifah, and I like Beat Nuts. I like yeah. MC Search, because those are people that did something different. Yeah. You know, whether it be um, a white MC, uh female MC, and Latino MC, I was like, I was like wow, this is great culture. mm you know, yeah, yeah, and, and and did you did you begin then
0: at that point to begin to think about rhyming?
1: Yeah, at first I think I completely sucked, and uh, <laughs> as so anyone I, does, yeah. just starting out, right? When I heard like when I heard like uh, De La Soul, and I heard like Maestro Fresh West, I heard of course Ultraman AMC's. Mm. I was like, I knew it's weird. I was telling Cool Keith this. On the phone the other day, I was like, yo, this tape, I looked at it, I listened to it. I was like, these guys are awesome. I'm like, wow, they're using these big words that even, you know, people with masters don't use. So I'm like, this is great. I like De La Soul. And then I started finding out that De La Soul looked up to Kool Keith and like Tribe Call Quest and I was just like, cause like when you're younger, you're hanging out with older people. So you're getting a taste of odor, but then you're the young one. Sometimes you, you can lose yourself. And I know that I did. I was a little bit, I was never confused. Totally. All kids were, but I was working. I used to walk all around downtown trying to get a job, filling out applications. And every time I come up short, I would see someone that went to a hip hop party. I sell them a cassette, or we go down to the the harbor and smoke a L, and freestyle. And I had my little tape recorder, and I would make tapes. Sometimes this was after high school when you drop out of when you don't drop out of college, you just say you can't afford it. Right. But you really could have if you had the time to research. And that research was different then because computers weren't As available. ubiquitous, yeah, no it's doubt, like yeah. You look up a, how do you get a grant? You need a counselor to guide you. Who has the patience for that? Right.
0: So when, uh, when did you start to then discipline yourself to, to record or to make tapes? When, well, when did that process begin for you?
1: To be honest, um, I used to like, that had to have been in 88 in the eighty, eighty eight, eighty nine, my first recording was when I found a recorder uh in my dad's drawer. I was just like a young kid. I started farting and belching into it and making jokes with my friends in it. And I was like, wait a minute, I love this fat I like fat boys in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. So then you don't really think, like, how the hell do you do this? So you watching videos M T V, we're around the same age. Yeah. And we're like, What the hell? So we make a little home set the the Linux the little turntable up in a double cassette have the recorder here had a little written rhyme. no one's telling you suck telling you that you suck or you're great. you're just making little home recordings and then you're and then after that, dang this goes way back. 'Cause it's not like I'm from New York City. I'm from Illinois, like it's a whole different ball game. Right. There were not a
0: ton of people yeah. putting out <laughs> tapes yeah. at that time.
1: Yeah. Oh, my first tape that I ever put was in high school. I would make tapes for my favorite artists I would get. I would buy cassettes from Sam Goody at Evergreen Plaza or Magical Records in Country Club Hills. Mm. Um <sighs> I put them together and I put mine in the mix and try and be like, "Well, I got some rare stuff and here I am too." And I know people are like, "I got this weirdest tape and it's like this guy sounds nothing like anybody else, even the quality of the sound sometimes and you can tell it's like tough to to pinpoint everything, but I felt good. I think that whole walk over here woke me up to cold air. I <laughs> well, hope this interview is not. <laughs> you're doing great. No, you're, you're,
0: you're doing great. And you're, you're dropping gems. I mean, I'm part, of, part of what I think you've been, you, you've created almost like a cottage industry of DIY hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> and, and part of that is then the, the maintenance of that discipline of putting out product. And yeah. you are also like in the best spirit of hip hop entrepreneurialism that hip hop yeah. also awakened in, you know, working and, and working class masses. Yeah. The desire to go get it yourself.
1: Yeah. Don't give up. If you got to, you know, um, don't give up. Who? What's the worst that's going to happen to you? Someone's going to kill you or chop your ear off that would be bad i mean i would say that would suck <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean?
0: like that wouldn't be my
1: uh i think it's like when i was younger the whole cycle i went through was by like, dancing like okay i don't have to say nothing i can just dance and try and talk to ladies i knew never to bring my girlfriend to the party because i can't keep an eye on her <laughs> uh, you know um and then I was like you know what after I get done dancing sometimes i would be like I want to get a drink hmm I'm going to fix budget I saw a tape to the bartender and give me a free drink give wow, me a drink right. and I'm sure you know bartenders are like that guy's yeah. always trading me tapes yeah. for it and then it got to the point where I was like this job's not paying enough let me pay for my food and cassettes CDs and then the guys that saw me that invested in me they were like we want to put this on vinyl because this guy's going to fight tooth and nail. And get it out, and he's gonna make the companies the uh, people look good, and we like him, and Lord knows what the hell he'll be doing right you know actually people they care and uh so how many yeah. how many projects have you put out? Oh my god, I know you like like Do more you... than what they have on wikipedia right it's like I'm trying to get everything each day all together, like I just uploaded. A uh, song I did called "Halal Meat" and uh, "Tales from the City." One guy, Rhode Island; one guy uh, there. But I have a so I have a catalog of all Chicago artists. No matter if they don't get along or they don't, or even if I didn't, my job is to put it up on SoundCloud. And YouTube, just get it all out. And, right. if,
0: and where can people find that, by the way? We'll, we'll get oh, your socials in a minute, but like, oh, yeah. where, where can people, like your SoundCloud and, and YouTube page that you mentioned mentioned, um, where can people find
1: that? Go to Sharkula, S-H-A-R-K-U-L-A, and Sharkula, YouTube.com, uh, Sharkula.info, Sharkula.com.info, I have two of those. And I love Caviar Brian, 182 at Twitter. I just got started 2014. I was so ignorant to it. I just followed, I have more, fo- I follow more people than people follow me. Cause at first it was like, duh, 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 and I'm still trying to understand SoundCloud. I think you get is it, like, who is this person? Is this person real? Yeah. Um, YouTube, that's a whole different crisis. Uh, Instagram, I'm just hashtag Sharkula. And then I have a little page, the art of Sharkula and the art of shark right because you're also a visual artist yeah
0: right and don't yeah. You, do you have show do you have pieces in the gallery f show is that yeah or is that coming up or is that up
1: right only, now only it passed because like okay. i should have ever not sh- i don't want to live the shoulda where that's like hell in the art world i should have, <laughs> but <laughs> 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 uh- uh, it was uh, it was uh February like in early February. <laughs> yeah, and what yeah. they were
0: pictures of what they were?
1: Uh just like doodles. Okay, like, I would like draw like street art like what a kid would. Say you see CMW or some stuff. Yeah, it's just like you. Just throw it up on there, like I put it, like Thig, like you might see like random Thig on a building or Sharkula, but not like too much. You might see more stickers, more. Mm. Uh, I try and keep it so I don't get arrested. You know? Sure, of course. But you have projects.
0: I mean, we yeah. like
1: te- like yeah. if you could guess how many how many tapes you've put out. Uh, you know what? I was very angry at a situation that none of the city knew about that was going on in my home that I won't even tell nobody about. And it wasn't like I was like physically abused or something, but I'll leave that under the table for when say a guy like Spike Lee wants to do a documentary about me. Yeah. Although there have been documentaries yeah, about you. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Conroe um uh Pat's what's the name of the documentary a uh, diary of a madman yes yeah yeah
0: which is incredible yeah. viewing people Thank should you. yeah please please see this
1: thanks it, it what is
0: it still on it was on netflix
1: yeah but then then the guy the director and the uh co-producer and they would talk to me i was like a little bit of the co-producer were like hey let's just wait on it okay and i'm like telling the guys instead of doing another documentary like let's focus on getting this in cans Let's try and get it to not just Gene Cisco or Sif is smaller than Stiff. Stiff is the big one in Seattle. Sif is the one that seats 65 people. Mm-hmm. We did that and was awesome. It only sat 59 people or 58, but the experience was beautiful in 2011 for it to go with a director that believed in me. And I was a little bit like, you know, growing up in the Midwest is different than growing up in uh, New York or California because... It's just a different thing. especially. if you're not like related to someone in the business, like Patty LaBelle's. your uh aunt or, I didn't. I didn't have that type of, you know. I I just had like working class parents that taught me simple things, morals like treat people how you want to be treated. I come home from work, I complain it like, no, there's always better people out there. So I chill, you know, and I realized that because my mother was from the south side and my dad's from the north side, I think I had this weird balance where I always wanted to explore her roots and explore my dad's roots. Hmm. And uh, RIP to my mom's died in 2000, 2012. My oh. dad passed uh, last year, 2018. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, Thanks. And yeah, uh man. only thing that's really keeping me going, why I don't become, like, depressed is I stay Keep my ear to the street and, and be respectable and, and, and want to do art. And and what is it? Realize that there's always someone that has it worse than me. And the worst thing that happened is, what's the worst thing that happened? Like hustling or if I'm out of state, someone killed me or tragedy. But at least I tried, you know? Yeah. But I don't think no one's going to do it. It's like people, some people can be the smartest person in the world, but they don't try there's, it's sad.
0: So it was, you 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 do hustle in a very real way. I mean, yeah, you, you've been, uh, you know, you've been planted on Milwaukee Avenue <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: uh, for decades, right? Asking people if they like hip hop. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I
1: love I love people. Yeah. Um, can I tell you something? It's like when everyone complained about the yuppies moving in, I couldn't complain because I didn't live in Wicker Park, but I could complain about was. Not trying to meet people. Well wait what I should complain about was not getting paid enough money in my job. So this is like, well, I love it. I need to do it. If I don't do this, then I don't know what the hell's going to happen. But you've you've moved.
0: I would imagine thousands and thousands and thousands oh. of tapes, oh, CDs. Yeah.
1: Oh my! Just God, by yeah.
0: by being planted, and and now yeah. I've seen you even more in Logan. Actually, right? You've been yeah. kind of moved up. Yeah, uh, I wonder if that's um, because of the population shift in those neighborhoods. Or... Yeah,
1: definitely the, the the and I try and go where the culture and the money is at. Right, at? <laughs> with, with a cash, with cash, cash, yeah. <laughs> cash money, <laughs> cold cash. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know, I'm weird, but not super weird. I'm so normal, you no, know it's weird. It's like I see a reflection of myself looking at you. Yeah. It's like the same 90s smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, because you, know, you get amp, I feel like I feel like if you come from that era, like yeah. I, I get I get amp very easily. Yeah. And uh, I feel like I feel like we share that. I feel like. So. Yeah. I got off at
1: the platform. I saw a picture of your face on a billboard with young <laughs> authors. I was like, this man did it right. <laughs> Uh, You you know, you're welcome. Trying, trying out here. You know what I
0: mean? I'm trying to do it out here. Trying to do it.
1: I know the word humble. Like some people, they don't they don't like to hear it too much because it gets kind of old. You kind of like, hey, you know, more like successful. You know, you you can see what the impact with the with the kids yeah i mean i think i wonder if you feel this way
0: and I, I, I say this in part because you know we are right, same generation right around oh, the yeah. same age oh, yeah. have been doing it for a long time I, I think part of the the way that i think about success is just the ability to continue to do it yeah you know
1: th- like you've had is,
0: a very you've had a very long and i would say then therefore also successful career think about how
1: many people we've known oh, who who don't do it anymore no, and they're frustrated because they think it's over because they had a kid. And they're frustrated because they don't even – they got a kid, but they didn't even pay their child support. So how are they really frustrated? So they really gave up. Um, right. I mean, that sounds depressing. They really gave up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not to disrespect, but I made sure I didn't have any kids because I was scared that that if I had kids – I would not be able to do what I love if I was with a woman that left me and then I had child support. If I had a kid, I would make sure everything goes to the kid. Yeah. I mean, I'm serious because like, it, it would make me look bad. But no, no kids? No kids. Okay. I wish. Yeah? I kind of well, want Well,
0: listen, kids. I mean, you're still a young man. Yeah, You never know. Yeah. <laughs> you never know what's going to be. So I want I want I want to talk because we have a few minutes left. I want to talk about about your rhyme style. I think that's one of the it's one of the most um, uh, one of the most different voices in in the genre. Wow,
1: uh, that's you, a compliment. Thanks. I,
0: oh, absolutely. I mean, and I feel like you are a writer that, and because I know you've worked with Cool Keith and yeah. other people who I think are incorporating a kind of like surrealist abstraction sometimes yeah. in the lyric like you say incredibly odd phrases like i i, I might be misquoted but something like calamari astronaut yeah, and like, like shit that. like that yeah. yeah like where it's just like it's odd juxtapositions of all these words
1: right. how do you how do you write compose and and think of the lyric you know what i like to do i like to um a good day if i'm going to write at night i like to like laugh with the people on the on the red lines, the blue lines, the purples, and then get a field after selling music to people from Lincoln Park to Winneka to the projects of Alaska to smoke some weed, great, drink some beer, eat some food. My process is kind of organized but a little bit sloppy. But then it's like there's perfection in there too because, like, sometimes you'll slip in a puddle and you'll like mess your jeans up. Now you got to go and get another pair because you have to go to work. Then you stumble across a sale and a job opportunity. So, like, when I'm writing, I'll write it. Sometimes I'll get to the studio, I'll be like, and all of a sudden my brain goes into a different channel. And I'll start to freestyle. And then I'll just pick back up the notebook and add it up. After you've made a lot of mistakes so long, your mistakes become gold in your trademark. And I think that's what hip-hop is. It's like broken English rhyming together. Mm-hmm. Like English muffins, stove-top stuffing, uh, Hunter, Who's Douglas, Commercial Avenue. <laughs> you know? It's like you can have a voice like Harry Carey, or you have a voice like Snoop Doggy Dogg. You have a voice like Joe uh, Piscopo. Uh, voice like Wesley Snipes. But it's like kind of like I don't know. I hope this interview's awesome cause it is awesome. No, I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, trust me. I, I,
0: yeah, no, you 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 are you are dropping a lot of gems. What are you? Are, what are you actively at work at another project? Always, and what are you
1: working on right now? Right now, I just will. I got some work with Cool uh, Keith, some more music. That's exciting, I, man! Those collaborations oh, are incredible. Man, uh, thank you. Yeah, you know I, I'm so thankful that like someone from that general, from the old school, OG, like that, I look look up to so much is taking t- time out to be a friend. Right. Uh, another collaboration is uh, with my friends uh, that we did the she uh What is it? The um, Martin Luther King Jr. with cheese? Yeah, classic. uh, One of one of the most classic albums in the history of Chicago. Big up to Robert Reynolds' rap. It's gonna be on. um, It's gonna be on vinyl.
0: Wow! I got uh, got a cop,
1: and uh, he's a teacher, and he's got a kid in New Orleans, and he isn't like he's he's not like he's a he's not like me. You see me in the streets, like my DJ. Uh, Chuck Sunshine. He's um, he's a chef. So it's like at the end of the day, like they, you know, Rob does rock and roll too. Chuck is a turntablist, you know him. And the thing is, with me is uh, so I can I have a little more freedom during the day. So I try and like do the legwork to put it in the store, merchandise the music, and advertise for us. So we can get recognition. It's like everyone plays a role. I don't make beats. I don't do the... I don't... I can scratch. But when it comes to doing it, I, I'd rather have a certified DJ. Yeah. I can do... My extra seats is probably emceeing. Well, MCing and promoting and and being also a student of life. You know, absorbing hip-hop and giving the kids like you do, like, hope. Sometimes I feel like maybe I'm mean, but I realize the kids are like, and we love you because, you know, you can't give a baby a steak; he can't digest it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. The older guys didn't do that to me. Like all I know, like, you know, I know so many people. I don't really, I, I really, actually, I don't fear nothing. Like I'm like you, you know, and a lot of other people that love hip hop. A lot more people are like that, but. I try not to get wrapped up in social media, where oh God, that happened on that block, that happened there. Oh yeah, it's crazy out here, but oh my God, it's terrifying all of us. Right. And what are we gonna do? But back to the writing process. I know i no, I don't have split personality. No, I know you No, it's good though. It's. I, I know
0: that's part of your process. Well, I think that's part yeah. of the reason why the writing comes out the way it does. Get Yeah, yeah, but it, but it, but it, I, you know, the the lyric then becomes. Um. really interesting because I mean, yeah. that's one of my favorite things about the poetics of hip-hop is that it's non-linear, yeah. there's all these non-sequiturs and the ability to jump from topic topic and then kind of come back yeah. is also really exciting
1: too I think you're good at that because like to, in order to be a mentor doing mentoring you're, you're like balanced but you deal with breathing and everything and mm. I know that I'm like, you, I get so excited where I even forget about that. Yeah. You know, I'm like, we have five senses. We're not robots, you know? Facts. And it's like, everything we say is a piece of us. And, yeah. And like, you know, there's only so much crying you can do be- before you have to let it out through your words. Yeah. I, I think I heard some pieces that, that you and uh, what, like poets and stuff, like, dang, dang, it's like, I'm just very very thankful and I think that I thought WGn was on Michigan Avenue but it got moved over so I walked and through that while I'm like oh my god I didn't even think I was I forgot about being cold mm. I just thought about I'm on my way at least I got an interview at WGn
0: yeah you well, know we're, we're, we're honored to have you man Thanks. and uh, um, before I let you go how, how did you Get the name, Jiggy and Sharkula?
1: Thigmajiggy meant, like, as far as my dancing style was unorthodox, it meant that, like, it meant nothing. Like, anyone's a -a Jig. It meant, like, I'm like billions of people. I watched every hip-hop video I could, not every single one. And I was like, I could tell you who's in that video, who's in that. And so by the time I hit New York, like, you know how it is. You're like, hey, I saw you in that video. And I'm like, what are you checking for that? People are like, we check for things in different states for hip hop was invented differently. Mm-hmm. We observe everything. And it's crazy, like, the whole world loves it. And there's so many great artists in Chicago and, and all over the world. And, uh, you know, just to be a part of the whole art, the world, the global community and be known that I'm a, just a particle. And I'm, um,
0: No, you're a planet, man. You know, you yeah, you're a planet. You're you're a really important part of 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 (laughs) of hip hop culture in this city and beyond. Um, Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you. I'm definitely honored. I'm honored to chill with you. You know, no, uh, vice versa, man. Yeah, Koval and uh, Max uh, Weisman. Or yeah. he's a wise candidate for president. <laughs> Go get him. <laughs> uh <laughs> and, where, and where can people find you on uh Twitter one more time? Oh uh caviarbrian one eighty two at uh twitter dot com. I was about to say caviarbrian one eighty two at gmail dot com. That's my <laughs> That's how people could book by email. <laughs> 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 I don't know, it's like Hopefully, I don't see like I know you get characters here that get high as a rough. <laughs> Me, I don't know. It's like interviewing Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's better. Yeah, it's better. Um, and then and then Sharkula. How did you how did you land on um, that? And uh, from you know because you you know I used to know you by by Thig, and yeah. then it, it became Sharkula.
1: It seemed more rugged. If yeah. you can tell. It was, like, more so think of me, Gigi was happy-go-lucky, pop lock, whatever. Right. But now it's Sharkla, You're in the streets hustling. Right. You know, you got to find you a place. Yeah. You know, and, and, like, I'll never forget when I was looking for um a spot I had to stay with a friend on the couch. I was like, no, actually, Sharkula got inspired by, like, like Raekwon and people like Kukiv Yeah. too. But also the mean streets of Chicago. Say if you wanted to get a nickel bag or a dime of weed and you say you lived on 54th and Harper just subletting like I did in the 90s and in, in 94, I had to go over by Drexel to get a nickel or a dime because actually I wasn't from High Park. So I've always been around places I didn't even grow up in. And even like being out when I was in the suburbs, I didn't really my lineage was more so on uh, 90 in the night, like my grandma. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't know. It's like, I never really changed. Yeah. You'll meet people that, uh, that knew me from St. Albie when I was like four and they would be like, wow, he remembers like then, um, so join truth in high park where I went to preschool. Uh, even some of the kids, they, they'll be like, I-, I know this, is this is my gift more than anybody I ever make is I never changed. And I, I mean, and I never, uh, I never stopped loving, I never liked, stopped loving Chicago. But sometimes when you say, "Hey, I hate this place," it means you really love it because mm. you're really trying. That's just a temporary cop out. But whatever you think, you think you can move to Alaska, the same problems you had in, in the windy city will take catch up. Yeah, like say if you're a nice person no matter how successful or whatever, you're always going to be a nice person. If you're a bad person, it doesn't necessarily mean, mean, mean person, but you still could go to the dark side. But I guess it's kind of ignorant because I don't know everything. Of course, only God does. And then I got to be careful because there's some people that are atheists. So, I mean, what <laughs> does it doesn't mean? They're not positive. Let me get out of the religion. <laughs> do,
0: do, do. Well, you know, shark, shark, sharks never stop moving. And yeah. that, that's that's part of what, what you, you never stop. And, right. and, and you know, I, I pray and, and know that you'll never stop. And, you know, your contributions, man, are, are seen and just so much, you know, goodness and, and, and more to come. Thank and you. just appreciate you uh, being here tonight and coming down to Thanks. WGN and being in the corner store, man. We salute you and we're so excited for, for all of what you uh, mean to the city and all of what you'll do going forward. Thank you. Appreciate you, bro.
1: I appreciate you, too.
0: Yo, we want to thank DJ Exist for the beat.
1: Langston Olsen for the art.
0: Big ups, Todd Manley at WGN Radio.
1: And Max and Dami, the Corner Store interns.
0: Salutes to our super producer, DJ Cash Era.
1: You can keep in tune with the Corner Store at Corner Store underscore pod on Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud.
0: Also, you can stream and download the Corner Store wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: And please rate and subscribe and comment on iTunes.
0: Please, y'all, consider giving us those five stars.
1: Thank you for listening.
0: We're going to see you next week. The Corner Store is brought to you by Stolen Spirits.